improve their communication skills so they can help more people and help people more. So what's the Under the Influence podcast all about? My name's Martin Harvey and I'm the host of the podcast. I'm a chiropractor. I've been in practice in Melbourne, Australia now for almost 30 years and for the last 15 plus years I've been teaching and training chiropractors around the world in how to improve their communication skills so that they can help more people and help people more by connecting more people with the real value uh, that chiropractic can have in their life. So the intention of starting a podcast is really I want to be able to go deep on some of the ideas that I think are most important in making chiropractic more relevant to people in our communities. I think If we look more broadly at our culture generally, we've kind of got stuck on this, what I think of as the fallacy of the fast, the idea that there should be tricks and hacks and shortcuts to get the results that we want in our life. And I think chiropractic, like the broader culture, has fallen into this fallacy and it's not really serving us well in terms of uh, having the impact that we could have on the community around us. So the idea of this podcast then is for me and people who share that idea in the chiropractic community uh, to really be able to dive deep into learning concepts, principles, strategies that will help you as a chiropractor or somebody within the chiropractic profession be able to communicate the value of chiropractic better. So if we look at this idea of the fallacy of the fast, um, we see people having fast food we see people wanting fast relief and in the chiropractic context in our profession the equivalent to me is people who are attracted to things where i I need new patients right now or double your practice in 20 in two months to me that's all part of the same thing that this idea that there's a quick way that's going to be as good as the slow natural organic way and the problem with the fallacy of the fast is it's super attractive i mean who wouldn't want to be able to eat junk food and still feel great who wouldn't want to be able to double their practice in 120 days or whatever the latest ads are about but the problem with the fast solutions is quick fixes are really really long-term solutions Um, if you think of fast food you have fast food and then you're hungry again an hour later and there's absolutely zero or very little nutrient value in it. Um, If you think of fast relief, whether it's taking a painkiller or just having chiropractic care until your symptoms go away, there's short-term solutions, but you're back in the same situation soon thereafter. Um, If we look at the ideas, the strategies that are the quick fixes of using either high pressure sales or or, uh, aggressive sort of promotions where you cut the cost of people having an initial chiropractic experience. I'm not saying there's never a way that you can do it and have it work, but really they're they're ways that have side effects as well. They're they're short-term solutions where you're then shortly thereafter back looking for the next gimmick or trick to try and grow your practice. 
And side effects wise, um, we know that with junk food, there's obesity and all the other health effects. If you're taking medications to manage a health problem rather than dealing with the cause of it, there's the side effects of drugs. But I would contend that in a practice building uh, context, taking these kind of shortcuts is also going to have side effects. Like if you're constantly having to discount your care, then it has the potential impact that people aren't going to really see true value in your service. And if you're using sort of high pressure sales strategies to try and get people to buy now or come in now um, based on your agenda, then there's the potential bad effect that it's going to have on your reputation and uh, makes it harder then to grow your practice in an organic way. So the alternative then, there was the alternative to fast food is slow food. It's real food. And I would say the alternative to these short term practice growth or practice development strategies is true growth or slow growth. And there's a truism that slow is smooth and smooth is fast. And I think the truth of that saying is that if we move beyond and recognize if it sounds like it's too good to be true, it probably is, applies to chiropractic practice like it does in every other domain. So what I want to explore through this podcast is what are the keys that you need to be able to, to do in your practice, the, the ideas you need to implement in your practice to really create a practice that grows naturally over time, that you're delivering on the promise that chiropractic can help people live healthier, happier, more active lives, and that people are naturally going to want that if you can communicate that in a way that's compelling and individualised. So that's the big picture of this podcast, and I'm thrilled to have you along for the journey. So I'm currently working on a new program that's going to be presented initially around Australia, and it's called Improving Patient Outcomes Through Better Communication. And uh, the key idea in that is that if we can improve our communication skills, it has really a triple win. And what the triple win is, is that it can help improve our practice growth, certainly. And if we have a practice full of people who kind of get the big idea and are there for the right reasons, then that's a much less stressful practice because you've got people who buy into chiropractic kind of on the basis of how you want it to be. So you have more people who are there because they realize that life is just better when uh, they have chiropractic care, that it can help them do the things that they love to do, the things that they have to do, the things that they see as their role or identity to do. So if you've got that type of practice, it's less stressful from uh, trying to convince people to do something perspective. It's also less stressful because people tend to hang around, so you're not constantly looking for where the next new client or new patient's coming from really interesting area that I've been diving into in preparation for these workshops though is I've always contended that people get better results that my clinical experience was that if people were having care for a longer period of time meaning they weren't dropping out before their optimal time in terms of their recommendations then just I guess intuitively it made sense that they would get better results In preparing this workshop, though, I looked into some of the literature around that area and it confirms that there is 
really a link to both better patient satisfaction and improved clinical outcomes when clinicians work on their communication skills. So the article that I think best illustrates this is an article called um, How Does Communication Heal? Pathways Linking Clinician-Patient Communication to Health Outcomes. Um, it, the link will be in the show notes if you want to dive deeper in terms of the citation. Um, it's not really looking specifically at chiropractors, but it does apply to healthcare more generally. And the interesting thing there was that they looked at the outcomes, the positive outcomes that happen through taking clinicians through our training program to upgrade their communication skills. And they found that they, there were improvements both in terms of the physical health of the patients that they served, um, and some of them were things like having a correct diagnosis and a, appropriate um, treatment plans. Um, but the key thing really from my perspective was that people who, once clinicians had better communication skills, it was more likely that people would follow through with um, their care or their self-care. Um, but it also um, a key outcome was that it affected patients' or clients' health beliefs. And so I'm going to loop back to that in a minute because really the core of what I think will make an impact on people's health and uh, also the growth of your practice is where we can have an impact on people's health belief had undergone this communication training. So the big takeaway from all of that is that really investing in developing your communication skills not only serves you, it not only helps your practice growth, but provided you're learning the right type of communication skills, it also serves the people that you want to serve. It's good for you and it's good for them. So one of the outcomes that's mentioned is that we are impacting people's health beliefs. And it's an idea that I want to really pick up and look at from a different perspective. So really the lens through which I look at effective communication is what has the influence literature shown us is an effective way of communicating the value of chiropractic. That if we want to create this slow growth practice, this practice that's set up to give people what they want and what they need and to have great relationships with them and to kind of naturally grow over time, then we want to be using methods that have been shown to be effective in helping people have uh, a better understanding and change their health beliefs. Now, fortunately, the influence literature, there's a stack of research that has been done in a range of different fields. So when I say the influence literature, what we're talking about there is research that's been done in a bunch of different fields that really seeks to answer one fundamental question, which is why do people do what they do? And what can we do ethically to influence them to make better decisions that serve them better? Now, the influence literature started off in psychology, but there are other fields that are involved. So behavioral, econo behavioral economics, uh, marketing, neuroscience, a bunch of different areas of research all contribute to the research that I'm going to be presenting through the podcast and the research that I present through any of my programs. They're all strategies and principles that have been demonstrated through really high quality research. So one of the core ideas that I always think we as chiropractors need to be aware of is that people do what they do because they believe what they believe. So when you have people who 
drop out of care in your practice and don't complete a program of care they're doing that because they think that's the best thing to serve them and you can't change that through having a snappy script or a recall technique you need to engage in the longer term approach of having a, a way of helping change people's beliefs about health now when we talk about beliefs about health um, they're really important that we recognize that people do what they do because they believe what they believe and that the predominant belief when it comes to health is different than a chiropractic belief about health that while we have these ideas of health comes from the inside out most of the world sees that the that health comes from the outside in and if we really look at it i think it's best to look at health beliefs as existing along a continuum and the first thing that i think you need to be able to do if you want to change people's beliefs is to start to get fluent or capable in being able to recognize the level of health belief of the people that you're interacting with so the way i look at it is the lowest level which is often the predominant level in our communities is what you might think of as a, a pain or a symptomatic level of health belief and this is the belief that really how you, that says that you can tell how healthy you are by how you feel that you should go and see a healthcare provider when you feel bad and then you don't need to see them anymore once you feel good again uh, and these are the people who come in and see you in practice and they're there for a very short period of time because their symptoms either go away and they stop care or they don't go away very quickly and they stop care because there's also sort of built into that an expectation that fast relief is what healthcare should provide. A level above that is a is what I would think of as a prevention or a lifestyle sorry prevention or a functional level of health awareness or belief. And this is really the belief that it's possible to have a problem and not necessarily have symptoms. So these are people who will stick around a little bit longer in your practice and these people will be people who are interested in what your testing shows because they recognize that you can tell something with your testing that is different to what they can tell by how they feel. Whereas people at a symptomatic level, they're the people who every visit will feel the need to tell, give you an update on their symptoms because if you think about it again that people do what they do because they believe what they believe their worldview their view about health is well your job is to fix these symptoms so how would you know what to do if i hadn't told you where the pain is um, so people at a functional or prevention level of healthcare recognize that look there could be an underlying imbalance that led to those symptoms and that's what you're dealing with the challenge with these people because they will hang around for a little bit longer but the the challenge there is that they're not really getting that positive health perspective that chiropractors typically are more engaged with the idea that how your body works is ha and having a better functioning body is important not just because it avoids you having pain down the line but it also influences everything that you do your whole life is better when your body works better and these are people who will often have chiropractic care for a period after their symptoms resolve but then are really looking to reduce their frequency as quick as they can because if you think of the cultural conventions that we have around frequency of care 
Um, if you go to see a dentist, it might be every six months or every year, or if you have a pap smear or a prostate exam or the other preventative services that you see a healthcare provider for, that's kind of the frequency. And so chiropractic care once a month or once every two weeks or once a week doesn't really make sense in that context. So from my perspective, if we want to have this, the biggest impact, we need to have a communication approach that helps people connect with the biggest level, the highest level of health awareness uh, and what I would think of as a performance or wellness perspective. And that's simply the understanding that how your body works influences everything you do not only the, and that includes the things that you have to do, the things that you love to do, and the things that you see as your role or identity to do. So we're going to be diving deep into these ideas as we go through this different episodes of the podcast. But for today, what I really want you to get from the discussion is the idea that people are see, people in our community have these different levels, and we want to be looking out for clues in how they're relating to us. Uh, that give us an understanding of what level of health belief they currently have so that we can then uh, essentially then lead them from where they are to where they might be able to go. So how do you tell the difference between these different levels of health belief? People who are at a symptomatic level of health belief, if you're interacting with them, it's going to be all about the pain. They're going to be super keen to tell you a lot of detail about their symptoms. They're going to start every interaction if they're inside the practice with being about symptoms. If you're interacting with somebody outside of the practice, they're going to assume that all that chiropractic is about is back pain, neck pain, headaches. Now, if somebody's at a preventative level of health awareness, then they're going to, the, the key difference here, at least inside the office, is that they're going to be interested in your findings. They will, at the core of this belief system is the idea that you can tell something, you can find something that is different to how they to, to how they feel within themselves. So the key de delineation, these people may still want to give you a lot of details about their symptoms, but they're going to be interested in what you find. And the people who are at the uh, performance or wellness perspective, the, they are typically people who are, use chiropractic like chiropractors use chiropractic, which means they're, because there's so much value in it for them, because it's connected to the things that they love to do, love to do or see as their role or identity to do, they're not looking to do it less. They see it less as a cost and more like an investment. It's adding something to something that's super important to them. So it's a really important distinction there. The way that you can tell these people is that they're, they will use chiropractic the way chiropractors do. And what do I mean by that? They're happy to come regularly based on your recommendations. And the key delineation is they'll often want to get a checkup when something important's coming along. So if they're having performance type chiropractic care, because they're a triathlete, then they're going to want to get a checkup the day before a triathlon. If they're doing it because it helps them cope with the stress of being a busy uh, CEO, then they're going to want to have a checkup the day before a board meeting, that type of thing. So kind of to summarize everything that we're we've spoken about on the podcast today, 
the purpose of the podcast is I, I think the real benefit and the value that I can add to you is by going deep. And I think we, the, the truth of growing our influence and growing our practice is that we need to be doing the right things and avoid looking for the quick fixes, the shortcuts, the hacks. We need to be willing to really develop skills that support us in being able to better able to communicate and deliver on the promise that chiropractic has. And um, so we explored the idea that people, if you can work on your communication skills, that only that benefits you in terms of growth and enjoyment in your practice. More importantly, in a lot of ways, it benefits the people that you serve. And one of the key ways that it helps them is by giving you a toolkit to allow you to change or guide them in changing their health beliefs. Uh, and then we went through three different levels of health belief as it applies to chiropractic, a pain level, a prevention level of a performance level. And then I gave you some trips and ticks, tips and tricks, I should say, as to how you might recognize the people that you're already interacting with. And like all skills, it's going to require some practice. So I'd encourage you over the next days and weeks to just really tune in and listen to what people are telling you so that you can help to start to form a framework of where their uh, level of health, current health belief is. So that's it for this week. I'll catch you soon. Thanks for listening to the Under the Influence podcast. Make sure to subscribe so that you can catch all future episodes of the Under the Influence podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, then you will love the online program, The Retention Recipe. It's all about communication strategies that you can employ in somebody's first 12 visits that help transition them from a pain level of health belief to a prevention level of health belief and open up the opportunities for them to see chiropractic as part of a performance or wellness lifestyle. Check it out at insideoutpractices.com.